0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Tim King Show and the very first AEW Collision Review Show. And and what a very, very special day today is. Today is Forbidden Door Day. Happy Forbidden Door Day, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're sitting there wondering, why are the guns out tonight? Why are the sleeves out? It's because... We got the merch. The Bloodline merch is coming, all right? We got it in black. We got it in white. Look at the white. The white looks so nice. We got it in white. We got it in black. We got it in white. Links to come soon. All right, so you know how we doing it on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Big thanks coming. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in right here to the Tim King Show, the AE. W Collision Review Show we're doing tonight. As always, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. We have so many good things going on on the network. Sports, wrestling, obviously. Plenty of entertainment, especially the director's cut every Tuesday night. We're doing big, fun things here weekly, daily. Check it out. And you don't just have to watch us. Go ahead and put Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bars. And guess what you're going to be able to do? You can listen to us. We'll pop up on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can find your audio will be there. And when you do that, bloodlinenetwork.com is going to pop up. That's right. The website, our central hub for everything that we do, sports, wrestling, entertainment, all of our audio, all of our video, everything we do all under one roof. So thank you very much again for tuning in. And, what we're here for, we're here for our AEW Collision Review Show. That's right. And, man, Collision was fun this week again, back-to-back collisions. So it's a little backwards how this is going to come out. My AEW Collision vlog from the 1st. Episode of Collision. I was there. It was awesome. We were four rows in. I'm not going to talk anything about that because you're going to see it on the vlog. I'm going to be dropping that here tomorrow. All right. So it's a little backwards. So we're going to like a three minute Collision review for me, and then the vlog, and then obviously you got AEW Collision episode two review coming right now. So it's a little backwards, but solely because I want to get my take on Collision out there. And then you'll get the vlog. The vlog was, it was awesome. I don't think my boy Travel Cheats are once once up for Devin. Appreciate you putting that together for me. So that's a lot of fun. we we'll be dropping that. But you know what we're here for. We're here for AEW Collision Review Show. And I enjoyed this show. I really did. I loved the first week. And I love this one. The reason is just because it's different. And it didn't hurt that we got this whole New Japan feel going on. We ended Dynamite this past week with Okada in the ring. This week, we get Tanahashi is here. I mean, how cool is that? Not only Tanahashi, though, but the guy that I was screaming for last Forbidden Doors in Chicago. I was there, of course. We didn't get this guy. No, Tetsuya Naito. He is here this year, and that's how we start the show, and let's just get into it, all right? So, the opening promos. I absolutely loved the opening promos. It felt like an old-school Survivor Series feel. You got four faces on one side. You got four heels on the other side. Or four good guys on one side. Four bad guys on the other side. Oh, it just took me back to the days of the classic Survivor Series team. All four members of each team spoke and kind of rebutted what each other said. And have I said how much I love Dax? The conviction, everything that he does, he just comes across so passionate. I love that man. And Juice Robinson He's fucking ridiculous. Just on the flip of decks. That dude's passionate on a whole nother level. Juice is just ridiculous. He's out there. I love that dude. Loved what I saw to open the show. I also liked how we started the show. We got our normal collision promo video package to start it. But we also got little twists about what's going to happen in the show. Like Tanahashi was featured with Swerve and little things like that. Really dug that. So let's get into the show itself. Show starts off. Tony Schiavone is in the ring. He's about to announce Sting and Darby Allen As he's getting ready to announce Sting, Chris Jericho's music hits. They're in Canada. It makes sense to start with Jericho. And let me tell you, this crowd was hot. And I mean hot, hot. They were hot from start to finish. There was a really good crowd tonight. We'll talk about that specifically in the main event. But Jericho comes out. The crowd's going crazy for him. He had, he. He brings out Minoru Suzuki with him. Noticeably absent is Sammy Guevara. Jericho grabs the mic and says, "He's not from Toronto. He's from Winnipeg." So, you people, please shut the hell up. And the crowd, of course, booed him like crazy for that. Um, he says, "You know what? He's sick of it. He needs to know right now who is their opponent for Forbidden Door." He uh, he grabs a bat. He puts it to, to Tony Schiavone's neck, and right as he does that, lights go out. And as the lights go out, Tony Schiavone goes, it's Sting! And he does his thing and screams it to the rooftops. And Sting comes out and Darby comes out and they get in the ring. So you got Jericho and Suzuki, you get Sting and Darby. A really cool moment right there. And then Tatsuya Naito comes out. How awesome was that? Really dug the moment. You had Sting whisper in Jericho's ear. You had Darby say, this man whooped your ass in the Tokyo Dome. So Jericho's starting to think the wheels are starting to spin. It's Naito. Thank God it was Naito. We missed him last year. We got him this year. Let's go, baby. So we're going to have Sting, Darby Allen, and Tetsuya Naito taking on Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara. And a couple of other highlights of this segment. At one point, Darby was talking into the camera and telling Sammy Guevara, hey, man, listen, you need to get away from this guy. You know what's good for your baby girl. I'm a, I'm there for you, but it, if you're going to continue to be with this guy, then I'm going to keep whooping your ass. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And Chris Jericho also mentioned how Sammy might be a little bit salty because him and Suzuki are so close, and they broke out this like cool little new handshake that they did together. So... I thought that was nifty as well. So, really cool segment to start the show. Loved the promo packages. Loved this start. Next, we got a little vignette from Miro. He says he no longer reports to his god. He's exiled. He was in exile for a year. His god summoned him back. He is now renouncing his god. It's all about him from now on. Interesting. Curious to see where Miro is going to go from there. For uh, We get their first match of the night. We get Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go Ace! Go Ace! Taken on Swerve, strickling with Prince Nana. Fun start to the match. Both guys, uh, they were doing back and forth taunts. You know, Hiroshi's got the air guitar. Swerve is doing it right back at him. Back and forth the offense until Swerve gets Tanahashi trapped in the ring apron. Tanahashi went for like a sliding drop kick to the outside on Swerve. He got caught up inside the ring apron. He had a commercial break. Dragon screw from Tanahashi, sling blade. He goes up to the top for a moonsault. Swerve throws the knees up, reverses into a cover. One, two only. Swerve then hits a sequence of his kicks, including that nasty little swerve kick he does. A little spinning crescent uh, heel kick. Love that kick. He goes up top rope for the double swerve stop. Misses. Sling blade again. Frog splash this time for the one, the two, and the three. Uh, Really cool professional veteran moment from Swerve. It looked like Tanahashi slipped a little bit on the ropes, and instead of, like, playing it off where Tanahashi's just going to climb back on the ropes, Swerve popped up right away, went to the ropes, and started fighting Tanahashi, and then Tanahashi threw him off and then hit the frog splash for the one, two, three. So, you know, know, it's wrestling. Things happen. People slip. So the little slip by Tanahashi Swerve's professionalism made it seem, like, seamless. It was really great to see. Let's continue on. There was a fun match and just a different matchup. It was cool to see Tanahashi on collision. As mentioned, Okada to end Dynamite into Naito, into Suzuki there as well. It's not like forget about Suzuki into Tanahashi. That's dope. And they're on collision second show. I hope that does something. And I really like like the matchup there. I saw some people dogging Tanahashi's performance on Twitter. Get out of here. I enjoyed the match thoroughly. This match. This match might have been match of the night to me. Um, I really, really enjoyed this match. We got Andrade taking on Brody King. We got a DQ finish. We don't get many of those in AEW, and I'm with it. Sometimes DQ finishes, screwy finishes are necessary. And in this case, you want to keep Brody King strong. You want to keep Andrade strong. I'm totally with the screwy finish. So both guys got huge pops during their entrances. Andrade had the taped shoulder. Um, So obviously, Brody is going to go after that. That was Andrade was selling the injury from last week with Buddy. Selling the injury that he was out for, um, Andrade works the lower body of buddy though, the whole time, basically, basically the whole match, but he really started, he attacked the knees and he uses speed to get after Brody. He had the upper advantage for the first few minutes of the match. He did his thing. He got into the ropes. He had the tranquilo. Kevin Kelly goes ahead and talks about how Naito and Andrade had a pass. I hope that comes in at some point, but I like how that was mentioned. I don't think that's ever been mentioned on AEW television. So I thought that was great. Um, Andrade at one point gets more offense to the outside. And Brody goes up top. It's a huge moonsault. Beautiful moonsault onto Brody from the top. Um, Let's see what else we got. We get commercial break then. We get back from the commercial break. And Brody now gets his turn on offense. He's doing his thing, man. Just clubbing blows. Um, Eventually, he hits a... A Death Valley driver into the bottom turnbuckle in the corner, followed by a cannonball. Nasty offense by Brody. He goes for the power bomb, but his knee buckles because Andrade again had been working the knee. He had hit a dragon screw leg drop or a dragon screw whip at one point on the on the knee and the leg there. Um, Andrade hits a flying elbow, HBK style, hits the kip up. Just some really cool sequences of events inside of this match right here. But after the power bomb, um, after Brody's knee buckled and Andrade got out of it, Andrade hit a fucking chop block, Ric Flair style, into the figure four. Julia Hart gets up, provides a distraction. Andrade goes over to her, gets back to Brody, gets him in the figure four again, goes the what goes to clinch up for the figure eight. Buddy Matthews out of nowhere comes out, causes the DQ. Buddy and Brody beat the holy hell out of Andrade after the match. Julia Hart stands in the middle of them with a mask, holds it up as Malachi appears on the screen, and everything fades to black. So very curious to see where we're gonna go with this House of Black Andrade thing. I we gotta think it's gonna be LFI. We gotta think Rush is coming sooner than later. We got to think Charles is coming sooner or later to work with Andrade here and uh preston vance so i i'm excited i'm excited to see where we're gonna go with uh this lfi and house of black feud but just seeing andrade back on television is is great two weeks in a row banger matches him and buddy was great him and brody was great and you can see how good he is working with stylistically different guys him and buddy similar stature short wide brody six inches taller but andrade still beefy and wide so really enjoy this match next Christian comes out for a celebration of the TNT championship with Luchasaurus. Christian was holding the championship, not Luchasaurus. Christian shits all over Toronto, just like Jericho did, and got booed out of the building for it, probably worse than Jericho did. He said he told Kawhi Leonard that he should leave the city of Toronto after the Raptors won the NBA championship in 2019. He said, you got your title. The city's a cesspool. Get the fuck out of here. He He basically puts down Cody Rhodes and says he's not using this title as a vanity project. Um, and referenced like Rhodes and said Rhodes in his sentence as he was saying he's not using it as a vanity project. He says he will make sure it is the most important title in AEW. He will not Lujasaurus, but he will. So we'll see what that means. <clears throat> um, we got all right. The Owen Hart Foundation Eight, the Owen Hart Eight, cutting the promo. I thought it was just going to be a promo for Kojima and Punk for their match at Forbidden Door. But we got Kojima into Punk and then the rest of the guy. So, Kojima cuts a promo on Punk. He says, Punk's an idiot. He's going to kill him. I was like, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Punk goes, uh, he's honored to be in the ring with someone like Kojima. He said when that bell rings, though, he's going to fucking rip his head off. And I said, oh, all right, we're getting serious here. Okay. Roderick Strong's turn. Great to see Roddy, man. Great to see Roddy. Roddy says uh, he's going to do this and win this tournament in honor of his trainer, which I didn't know. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, cool. Samoa Joe says him and Roderick Strong have been back and forth all over their careers. They fought hundreds of times, the hell out of each other. But there's one thing that won't change. Roderick Strong has never beaten him. Was, Ooh, okay, Joe. Okay, didn't know that either. These guys are spitting facts. Dustin Rhodes' turn. He says that he won't be another chapter in the Book of Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs says all roads lead to the Owen Hart tournament, but for Dustin, it will be the end of his road. Mm. Powerhouse Hobbs, you might be my guy here. Ricky Starks and Juice Robinson, they got their back and forth. Um, it's Ricky and Juice in the first round. Juice uh, talks about his rivalry with Ricky. And he's going to put Ricky down, and Ricky says he's not only going to win the whole tournament, but he's going to do it, and he's going to leave Juice behind. these eight guys got me excited for this tournament i can't wait and we're going to get the kojima and cm punk match at forbidden door so i'm looking forward to that very much so next we got willow nightingale speaking of owen hart we have the women's side of it we have willow nightingale taking on nyla rose so was a a fun match willow was super over with the crowd man if you don't know you're missing out willow was so good she is so athletic too and she put that athleticism on display to start the match just go and check it out nyla willow had the the offense to start the match nyla goes to the outside uh, marina Shafir gets involved so nyla gets the upper hand as we head to the first commercial break coming back from the break willow gets back on the offense um nyla had focused on willow's arm throughout the picture in picture commercial break the announcers were talking about it the whole time so they were selling whether willow would be able to get nyla up in the doctor bomb or not for the power bomb for, or her finisher, and uh, after more good back and forth action, I mean, there's some clubbing going on between these women. I mean, some clubbing going on between these women. Um, out of nowhere, Willow hits a big fucking pounce on Nyla. Doctor Bomb, one, two, three, and that's all she wrote, folks. Willow gets the win and moves on to the semifinals. Then after the match, I like this because we got continuation of the story. After the match, the outcasts around the ring could be at Tony Storm taking on Willow Nightingale at Forbidden Door this evening. Cannot wait for that match. It'll be very fun. The AEW Women's Champion, which that's the belt that will be defended. And it's the New Japan Strong Women's Champion, Willow Nightingale. And I do like how Kevin Kelly put over how Willow just defeated Mercedes and how big of a win that was for her. This is going to be a huge match. With the Outcasts around the ring, they're going to attack. Out comes Sky Blue with a chair, continuing her momentum, chasing the Outcasts away. And the best part of it all, Soraya's back. So Soraya is back. The outcasts are back full. Let's go. Speaking of being back, Scorpio Sky is back. Let's go. I, I know he, he came back last week. They showed a little vignette of him. But this week, he got the full promo. He was backstage. He said the vignette and all the videos they put together, all his highlight package was great. But he is here to introduce the world to a new Scorpio Sky. And we're going to start seeing that soon. I look forward to that. Love Scorpio Sky. look forward to seeing where he's going to go going forward. Speaking of looking forward, going to see where they're going to go forward. Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Back on TV. Let's go. It's so great to see that big meaty man back. And what was great, big shout out to Jeremy Profit. Huge. Congratulations getting on national television a big part of uh, you know the podcasting community on Joe Foe in the ring. He's been on just about everybody's show in the IWC. Congratulations getting on national television. That's awesome. Looked great in that match. Looked great putting powerhouse Hobbs over. Took a huge spine buster. Just awesome, awesome stuff. Great to see Hobbs on TV. It was awesome, awesome to see Jeremy on TV. Super, super cool. Great stuff. Uh, congratulations on that, Jeremy. And I look forward to see what. Looking forward to see where Hobbs is going to go going forward. I think him and Ricky are on the same side of the bracket, so him and Ricky are going to face off in the second round. So it doesn't bode too well for him, which is unfortunate. I'd like to see Hobbs win, but I think there's going to be a bigger story there, which we'll talk about momentarily. And now, and now, it is time for the main event: Bullet Club Black and Golds, Jay White and Juice Robinson teaming up with maybe Bullet Club Bullet Club Black and Gold. Gun Club. I don't know. Gun Club. Guns, Austin, and Colton. I don't know if they're going to be B.C. Black and Gold or not, but they seemingly have some affiliation. Taking on the team of CMFT Ricky. Love this team. C.M. Punk, F.T.R., and Ricky Starks. This is a really cool team. If C.M. Punk doesn't go the eventual route of turning heel and joining Bullet Club or whatever they're going to do with him, I hope that they they sustain this right here I, I like what they have going right here um but let's get into the match i love juice robinson again have i said that once if i said that twice he reminds me of like just a swolled out jack black who's a wrestler like that's what he was he's like a crazy fucking jack black in a wrestling ring. I love everything Juice does. The guns look great as always. Their entrance is so fucking dope. Set it on Dynamite, how awesome the presentation is. And just once again, their presentation looks fantastic here. Again, this feels like a classic Survivor Series match. I kind of wish it was an elimination match. I kind of wish they built to an elimination match. Maybe we can have a four and four elimination between all these guys. That would be super cool. But we get uh, Bullet Club Black and Goal. We get Guns. They're out to the ring. Crowd is hot. They're hot, hot. Ricky Starks crowd is hot for Ricky. I mean, hot for Ricky. FTR follows. Same thing. Huge pop for FTR. Huge pop for FTR. CM Punk's turn. And he comes out to, a course, of boos. And I mean, big, big boos. Like, big boos. Like, maybe 75 to 25 boos. Those 25 were trying to CM Punk loud. They were trying to CM Punk. But he came out to a course. of of booze. So he goes down on his knee, goes for his clobbering time, and he just stops it and goes back up, goes to the ring, doesn't even do its clobbering time. Um, again, there's still some cheers, man, but it was really loud booze. Like, if you go back and watch it, go on YouTube and watch the video, he got booed pretty loudly. Punk starts to match with Jay White, though jay white's out jay white puts the gun to punk's head and then he's like ah fuck this he tags in juice juice like i'm not tired and juice got the funniest promo the other day he's like i don't get why cm punk's always trying to put me to sleep i get my eight hours of sleep look at look under my eyes look under my eyes there's no bags i'm not tired i don't want to go to sleep and it's just it's really fucking funny man but uh juice comes in he's kind of yelling at same stick at punk he's like i'm not tired i'm not going to sleep um And then we get some back and forth action between the two of them, first commercial break, or between all eight of them, really, before the first commercial break. FTR, they're hot. Ricky is hot. Uh, CM Punk and Jay White, now we're finally mixing it up. Hard chops back and forth, just like we saw last week. Really hard strikes. Um, Bullet Club side of things, they, they finally take advantage of a bit before Cash gets the upper hand. Dax Tags and Punk. And they do that demolition finisher again. I love it on the Colton for, for two. It's a huge booze. But I love how uh, Cash and Punk been doing that demolition finish. It's really cool in their repertoire. Uh, Punk's smiling at the booze. He absolutely loves the booze. Um, after a distraction from Jay White on the apron, Punk tried to hit a kick at him. He missed. Jay White dropped down. Colton hits a huge clothesline. Jay White comes in, They more huge chops to Punk. Dragon screw leg whip. It's the fourth one we've seen tonight. You can tell New Japan's in the house, <laughs> but that's uh, now two were from Andrade, so I guess that's unfair to say. One from Tana, two from Andrade, one from Jay White. I digress. Um, but we got our fourth one um, that we've seen tonight. All four men in, in the heel corner now just beat down Punk. Hot tag or uh, quick tags in and out. They all take their turn beating down CM Punk. We get our last commercial break. We get back from commercial. They Jay White's got Punk up on the top. top ter- Turnbull goal, presumably trying for super flex. Punk rakes the eyes, throws him down, jumps off for a huge cross. Body onto Jay White's a huge booze, a mad booze. Um, White and Punk exchange more blows. Juice Robinson gets the tag. He goes for the GTS on Punk, in which Punk reverses. Punk finally gets the hot tag, and this crowd was hot. This is where, like, th- when Punk's in, it seems like Bullet Club are the faces. When everyone else on Team Ricky FTR is in, it seems like they're the huge faces as they are. Ricky is over fucking Mike Grover. The fans are going crazy for Ricky Starks. Um, he gets his offense in on everybody all around him and jay white then exchange back and forth they get some uh, near falls on each other at one point uh dax comes in and spikes juice with a nasty pile driver dax comes in takes out both guns throws one to the outside over the top ropes and then goes hits this nasty middle rope tope six 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 um so sick or cash i'm sorry if i said dax i'm on cash um cash did that um then punk goes back up to the top he's back up he dives down at jay white who catches him hits a Uranagi on him one for ricky starts two that's for a two ricky and jay white fight back and forth for a little bit he goes for the blade runner reverses it ricky ends up hitting a huge spear on jay white ricky hits a huge spear on a gun ricky hits a huge spear on the other gun but you see jay white kind of lingering in the corner out of nowhere juice goes uh like or ricky goes like towards the towards the apron wall juice just cracks him with the loaded left-handed punch. Blade Runner, one, two, three. Ricky Starks takes the loss for Team CMFT Ricky, and that's all she wrote after the show. CM Punk got on the mic and said he's the team captain. He's going to take responsibility for the loss and chalk it up to a loss for him. But I'm curious to see where this is going to play in down the road. CM Punk getting a loss in the main event and collision. I love it. I, I don't hate it at all. I, I, I absolutely love it. You let um, the Bullet Club look strong. You let Jay White look good. You let Ricky Starks, or you let Jay White look good. You let Juice Robinson look good. You let the guns look great again. Sucks for Ricky Starks taking that loss. But I think what they might be doing now is telling a long-term story between CM Punk and Ricky Starks without letting us into that story yet. Now, Ricky Starks takes the first loss under CM Punk's name. Ricky Starks is on one side of the Owen Hart. CM Punk's on the other side of the Owen Hart. Could we see CM Punk and Ricky Starks in the finals? And That's something. Could that be when we see CM Punk's heel turn? Could he cheat to beat Ricky Starks to win the Owen Hart Cup? Certainly a possibility, right? I, I mean, it's certainly a possibility. I was thinking that Punk loses to Samoa Joe and then Ricky beats Samoa Joe. But what if, what if it's Ricky and punk and what if punk cheats to beat Ricky? I mean, that's crazy. It's not out of line. It's not a question, but it's certainly crazy. So I look forward to seeing where we're going to go with the whole CM punk, Ricky Starks, FTR, Bullet Club, Black and Gold and the guns thing. And, and obviously that's intertwined with the Owen Hart cup As I mentioned earlier, you got on one side of the bracket, you're going to have Ricky Starks and powerhouse Hobbs win. And on the other side, you're going to have CM Punk and Samoa Joe win. So Punk and Joe, Hobbs and Ricky, I really like those two matchups. I was thinking it'd be Joe and Ricky and, and Joe cheats to beat Punk. But now I'm thinking that's going to be Ricky and Punk, and we get some long-term storytelling between those two, and I am all for that. But what happens with Bullet Club? What happens with Jay White? I guess only time will tell, and we don't have to worry about that right now. You know why? Because we just wrapped AEW Collision from last night, and that was a really fun show. And we got Forbidden Door tonight, and folks, I'm just going to do a really, really special special Wait, who cares <laughs> uh special for me because i know it's a collision show but i'm gonna do my picks really quick for forbidden door tonight so without further ado let me run down my forbidden door picks if you don't mind so let's go we got united empire kyle fletcher jeff cobbin tjp take on los infernoles de japón shingo takai hiromo takahashi and bushi L.I.J. all day. We got Mogul Embassy taking on Rapongi Vice and El Desperado. Mm, This one's tough. Give me Swerve and the Boys for the win. Give me Swerve and the Boys for the win there. ELP versus Stu Grayson. ELP being on the show, that's a lot of fun. Love that. Give me ELP. And we got Athena versus Billy Starks in an opening round matchup of the Owen Hart tournament. Congrats, Billy Starks. Big moment for you. Athena, Athena, all day. And that ends the zero hour. This takes us into the Forbidden Door main show. Adam Cole, baby. Boom. Taking on filthy Tom Lawler. That'll be Adam Cole. Opening round of the Owen Hart Cup. It'll be CM Punk or Sadoji Kojima. Give me CM Punk all day. But, yo, I'm really looking forward to Breadman and Punk tonight. That, that's going to be a really fun match, man. in his heart, it's going to be good. going to be good. A couple older gentlemen, but going to be good. Now, we got. guys, I should have called it Sting's Squadron. Why didn't I take the opportunity to call it Sting's Squadron? But Sting's crew against the Suzuki gods, you got Sting, Darby Allen, and Tetsuya Naito taking on Chris Jericho, Minero Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara. The Suzuki Gods are undefeated. There will be friction between them tonight. Stings Crews getting the win in this one all day. International Championship. This one is match of the night potential. Orange Cassidy's taking on Shibata, taking on Danny Garcia, taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Mm, OC all day. He's not losing this belt. Danny takes the pin, I think. OC wins. OC wins. AEW Women's Championship. Tony Storm vs Willow Nightingale. Mm. Willow, you're doing great big things, but there's no way Tony's losing this belt. Tony's holding this belt into all-in, where she will lose it to, to Jamie Hater. Next, both of these guys don't know who the fuck the other guy is. I guess that's fine. IWGP Heavyweight Championship on the line. The Sonata defends against Jungle Boy Jack Perry. There is not one chance in pig's hell. That Jungle Boy is winning this match. Not one fucking chance. Zero chance. Zero. Zero. Not one. Not nada. Not nada. Sonata all day. Another match. The exact same thing that I just said about that match could be said about this match. MJF is defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi in a match that will start the show because MJF went ahead and pulled the Brock Lesnar and he said he will not sit around and wait in Toronto. He will not watch a bunch of indie New Japan wrestlers all night long before he wrestles, he will get there, he will wrestle, he will win his match, and he will show Tanahashi that he is not in his league and that he is the real ace, collect his paycheck, and go upon his way back home. That is what MJF is doing. So it'll be MJF, Tanahashi to start the match, or to start the show, and it'll be MJF winning this match. This match, this is the match that I'm most excited for tonight, for sure. Um, I guess without a shadow of a doubt, the the match I'm most looking forward to um, actually, I don't know. Kata and Daniel so I take that back. So maybe like this is the third night. This is just gonna be like the most fun match of the night. The BCC taking on the elite. You got John Moxley, you got Claudio Castanoli, you got Wheeler Yuta, you got Takeshka, and then you got representing New Japan, Moxley's young boy, Shota Umino. Awesome team. I can't wait for that team taking on the elite side of things where you got the hung Bucks at Hangman Adam Page, the young Bucks. Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. That team, it's a fun team. This is a fun match. This is going to be a fucking brawl, and I can't wait for this match. Who wins it? The BCC won last time. You got and Shooter here. Eddie, give me the BCC. I'm going to take the BCC in this match again. BCC keeps the upper hand here because in this match, okada versus danielson see this is where i kind of like i question what's going to happen because how can danielson say him and the bcc are the best in the world if they lose and he loses here okada could take the loss he's just in a trios team right now he's not holding any sort of major championship this is tough this is really tough but i think new japan needs a a big win, I think. I think like their promotion needs a big win, and what bigger win than having Okada beat Brian? And as we've seen in the past, Brian's selfless. Like Brian, just having this match is going to make Brian happy. So I don't think Brian's going to like say I want to win this match. So Okada, mm. I wish I could phone a friend. <laughs> gonna, fuck it, I'm just going to take. Uh, you know what? I'm going to spin it back to Brian. I think Brian's going to win this match. Give me Brian Danielson. Sorry for the long wind- long windedness on that one. I really didn't think that went up, but give me give me Brian there because I think New Japan does win this match. So does New Japan really win the two biggest matches? Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, will Osprey is going to win this match, take home the IWGP United States Championship back to Japan, make that fan base happy. It's funny I had mentioned it last week on the show here in in, in Canada, obviously and in an AEW. Eight, Kenny Omega is the babyface. Over in Japan, he's still a babyface, but in this in this situation, that this fan group wants that belt brought back over there. So Will Osprey is going to be a huge face in Japan in this situation, while Omega would be the heel, while it's inverse over here, which I think is great. So Will Ospreay wins this match. He's got Don Callis. You got Takeshka, You got the United Empire. I think, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, this will be the main event. And Will Ospreay will win this match and go back to Japan as the IWGP United States Champion. And once again, I'm fucking still teetering on Okada and Danielson. This is the one that I don't know. So th- again, this is the one I'm most. Yes, this is the one I'm most looking forward to. Osprey and Omega is going to be a lot of fun. The International Championship is going to be a lot of fun. The BCC and the Elite is like probably the most fun match. I'm most like look- I'm most looking forward to. Um, so this show tonight's gonna rock. I can't wait. You know what? You know who's gonna win this match? Fuck it. You know my final my final answer: the fans. That's who's gonna win. The fucking fans are gonna win this match. And give me Brian Danielson. I think maybe the BCC cheat or something. Give me Brian Danielson to win that match for sure. Um and that's it, folks. That's all I got. I, I thank you so much for tuning in to the AEW Collision Review Show. I greatly appreciate it. Featuring your boy TK, as you're gonna be able to find weekly. Um, whether I'm doing it live. Uh, watching collision watch-alongs or if I'm not doing a watch-along, you'll be definitely fine to watch, uh, find the review show the, the morning after the next afternoon because we'll be doing the same thing I do for AEW Dynamite. I'm definitely going to get on here and review collision. Is Collision has been a hell of a lot of fun through two weeks, and I'm excited to go on this journey with all of you. And so – if you want to go on the journey with me please go ahead and hit this like button please go ahead and hit that subscribe button because it's not just you're not just seeing tk you're seeing all the other great shows that we have seven days a week multiple times a day so get on here and subscribe please and go on those shows and hit like as well we really appreciate that and you don't have to just watch us as i said earlier put bloodline entertainment network into your google search bar and you'll be able to listen to us Spreaker, spotify Apple Music, anywhere you can find audio, you'll be able to listen to all of us on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And when you put the Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bar, not only will you find us on audio and probably this YouTube and all our socials, but but you'll find our central hub for everything we do. Sports, wrestling, entertainment, all our videos, all our audio. Again, everything under one roof. Where is it? BloodlineNetwork.com. Com. Say it again, network.com. Get at the network.com and get at the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We really appreciate it. Um, we, we couldn't be doing this, what we're doing without you. So again, thank you for tuning in and uh, be here tonight. Be here tonight for the Forbidden Door Watch Along. As the whole Bloodline crew is going to be getting down. We'll be getting here around uh, 630 Central Standard Time. We got zero hour we'll be talking about, and then we got like seven hours of Forbidden Door tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Probably only like four hours of Forbidden Door tonight, which is totally cool, because it's wrestling, baby, and I'm excited for it. So get here tonight for the live watch-along of Forbidden Door. For your boy, TK, we out.